PR Pro Cannabis Media. Hi, everyone. Welcome again to another edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young on LinkedIn Live. That's right. We do it every Wednesday at 421 Eastern Time. And we're very excited to be joined uh, by someone from over the pond, as they say, all the way from Portugal. Okay, which for those of you who are geographically challenged, that is actually a country in Europe. Steve George joins us from there. Steve, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, pleasure's all mine, Jimmy. I appreciate you having me. Now, tell my audience, if you don't mind, a little bit about your background, who you work for, and how a Michigan native ended up in Portugal. <laughs> yep. No, it's a interesting, interesting little story, let's say. But no, I grew up in Michigan, as you mentioned, um, which is kind of also where I got into the cannabis space, you know, doing moving forward with medical back in, in 2008, but then moved down to Tennessee, spent some time down there in the finance career. And then back in 2016, made my first trip out to Portugal for a friend's wedding. And soon after that was on my way back for uh, an MBA program here in Lisbon, which I did in 2017. And then from there, uh, the medical cannabis um, industry here in Europe was starting to expand. And I'm sure we'll hit on that uh, in today's show. But there was an opportunity to join one of the larger groups, Tilray, out of Canada here in Portugal, who have a, a facility a couple hours north of, of Lisbon, where I'm living and where I'm at right now. So spent about three years with them. And then just this past summer, launched my own firm here in Portugal, helping some other groups and also uh, companies all across Europe with the expanding industry here. And it's an exciting time uh, in Europe. Uh, Germany uh, decides it's a good time to go legal. And uh, they've already been one of the bigger uh, importers from Canada, I believe. And, and now uh, they're going to take advantage of um, legalization in some capacity in Germany. Uh, are you privy to any of the specific details of what that country is doing? At this point, you know, it's, it's such new news really that, you know, and, and also it's one of the things too, there's a lot of excitement around it, but I still think we're looking at a year, if not two years time before we actually see something regulated and in, in, in the markets. Right. So, we're seeing really good signals. You know, it sounds like all parties of the collision are aligned on this. They're going to move forward with it. But now it's that part where, you know, we we wait. And there was some insight released, you know, recently, but it's not something that I have complete detail on right now. I'm going to wait and kind of see how it all unfolds, let's say. Look, Mexico has been trying to do this for years and they still can't get it right. All right. So exactly. it, it, it takes time. And anybody in the States knows, even if the voters voted legalization, adult use, sometimes the politicians get involved. And this is what has happened in South Dakota. And they actually overturned what the voters actually wanted. But I do want to talk to you a little bit about uh, what the medical cannabis program is like in Portugal, which has a state-run healthcare system, right? Correct, right? So, so back it was in, in 2018, which, you know, just after I got done with the MBA, they were 
is actually when they released some new, uh, a new, put in a new decree law. And this was to address, you know, medical cannabis, both at a, from a, a cultivation and manufacturing standpoint within the country, but mm-hmm. also from a national level in the, as dispensed as a, as a medicine, right? So all this regulation was, or degree law came in 2018. And then early 2019, the regulations came into place um, here in Portugal. So now they're handing out a lot more licenses for cultivation. The last time I checked, they had, there's 19 now um, different licenses. them. A couple are for our research only, um, but most of them for the cultivation of cannabis, a couple of them for manufacturing as well. So, you know, this is processing packaging uh, as well as things like extraction and formulation uh, as well. So, that's on the more cultivation, you know, manufacturing, processing, distribution side. Then also from that, you know, state level for the patients here, they now put in a new, a new regulation, which I think is, is quite fascinating. So I'll go into it a little bit deeper for a minute for you. Um, but traditionally, like any medicine, I mean, even if you look at the FDA in a sense uh, back in the States, you know, there is a pathway to register a medical cannabis product. Okay. The, the, the thing is, is that it, it comes with the clinical trials as well. And this is what gets into the safety and the efficacy and, and was something that came into play, you know, later in the 1900s got more advanced because of a lot of medication hitting the market that, you know, took people's lives, right. Or had -hmm. other severe adverse effects. Um, so so, you know, there's, there's kind of always been this pathway, right? But we've, cannabis has been around for so long that that safety question isn't so, it still needs to be in play, but it's, it's not like this is something that we just created yesterday in the lab, right? So it, it can't really be in the same playing field, if you will. Um, so it's what plant, Portugal- it's a, plant, it's a plant medicine. <laughs> it's a plant medicine, exactly. Right. So, so what Portugal ended up doing is putting in a new regulation that allows for still a marketing authorization, which in pharmaceutical terms, that's normally what you would receive for a product is marketing authorization, which then allows you to commercialize that product. So they've put in this process to still get a marketing authorization. The quality requirements are very similar. They use the EU pharmacopoeia. So it's very similar to quality requirements for any medicine being registered. But what they leave out is the clinical trial part of it. So no clinical trials were required in the registration or are required in the registration of a medical cannabis product or substance here in Portugal. Okay. And this and, was the new regulation that was in place now. And, and now MDs, doctors in the state healthcare system can prescribe medical marijuana to patients who need it for a variety of conditions, Correct. Correct. So, so how they did is they actually approved seven different indications, mm-hmm. um, you know, but the, 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 the understanding is that the physicians still have the opportunity to write off label what they call, right? So they still could go outside of those indications. It is a new thing, you know, and, and as you see in, in many of the countries, physicians tend to have a more conservative approach to this. So mm-hmm. I believe most are staying within the the, the indications, if you will, but, but yes, now physicians can prescribe, um, medical cannabis. Now, the thing is, is it's can be done in both the private and the public system. 
But at this point, it's it's not being reimbursed yet here in Portugal by the national health system. So it's still an out of pocket um, medicine. But interesting enough, Germany is reimbursing a lot of the medical cannabis actually up in Germany. So there are a lot of patients in Germany who are, you know, I, I think I believe very similar to, you know, in the States, maybe paying a five or 10 euro copay for their product. Right. That I, I wish that there was a um, insurance company that would do that in the United States. In fact, I think there is one in Florida called Novus, but um, haven't been able to get into any details uh, with them as far as, uh, you know, Florida has a very vibrant uh, medical cannabis program. I think something like 600,000 patients in Florida, and it, there is no adult use law there. They're going to try and get that passed in the next election but they are strictly a medical cannabis state. Now, um, is it, it's totally decriminalized in Portugal. You can, you can have cannabis on your person and not get arrested, yes? Yes, it's interesting. You know, this is, like I said, this has always been one of the things, the big advancements of, of Portugal, right? And drug reform, if you will. And, and it did a big thing for, a, there was a, a big heroin problem, you know, back in the early 2000s. And this program actually did a lot to, to help um, erode that problem, if you will. But it, you know, it, it really focuses on just the consumption, right? So yeah, so technically, there's a personal amount that of certain different drugs that an individual could have on them and not be looked at it criminally. Okay. But at the same time, there's, it, it's still, if you look at the law, they could still charge you with a misdemeanor. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. You know, but there's no, like, but there could be no, like, um, arrest I mean, but still, yeah, exactly. Arrest, you know, and then right. what they end up doing is offering more of a, um, Rehab. support on the mental health side. Exactly. And that and, and by the way, prison reform in the United States is a political issue. And, you know, they're starting to figure out that perhaps for many of these drug crimes and, of course, our, our jails are filled with people that have uh, used cannabis, sold cannabis, and they're still in jail. And the last prisoner project is doing a great job of trying to get as many of them out of jail as possible now that so much of the country has access to a legal product. Um, like cannabis. Um, but I've always believed that rehab and, pr and prisoner reform works better than punishment. Now, that's not for violent crime. I want to make sure everybody understands that. I'm just talking about drug offenses. And if you have a drug problem and perhaps, you know, where you were turned on to it because you had some mental health issues and you were using a variety of drugs, whether the doctor was prescribing them for you or you were getting them from the illicit market. And that goes for the cannabis space as well. But they, um, Europe, for the most part, wants to reform these people that do get arrested uh, rather than punish them. Am I accurate in that? I know Germany has a very uh, interesting program about their um, prison reform system. It, like I said, it seems to be more the, the way that they're looking at it, especially, you know, here in, in Portugal, right? And it's this totally different approach that seems to make a lot of sense. And, and in the end, seems to help a lot of people as well, right? And, mm -hmm. and like I said, it was clear from the, the problem that they had that they were able to make some humongous changes, you know, by but like you said, just really changing the perspective of how we're going to look and treat these individuals, right? And no longer treating them as the eyes of a criminal, but 
treating them in the eyes of, hey, maybe this is an individual that needs some help. Right. And isn't that refreshing in my exactly? Head? You know, it's certainly a progressive way of thinking, but I, I support that, you know, 100 um, percent. I think when you think about Europe and you think about cannabis, there's one country in particular um, that comes to mind. Um, that would be our friends in Amsterdam. Am I right? And in, in Holland, and you know, where it's kind of a um, um, accepted that it's available at the cafes. And our friend Captain Hooter um, has done a great job of reviewing every single cannabis cafe uh, that he spent time at uh, when he was in, in that area. Um, but uh, what I do see in Ireland and the UK, um, Spain, right next to Portugal, there's starting to be some softening of those laws. Are, are you starting to see, are they too feeling... Um, you know, kind of going through what Canada went through and now the United States is trying to accomplish what Mexico is trying to accomplish. There is a movement towards uh, legalization or at least justification for a medical program. Yeah, indeed. You know, and I think a lot of that, you know, it's, it's similar to wherever you go, right? And it's often a patient-driven, you know, initiative, right? right? With the UK, a lot of their medical program was, you know, pushed by, um, you know, uh, um, patient as well, you know, some young children that were, you know, getting, trying to get access with families, trying to support them. And, um, you know, some, some mothers that were willing to get out there and be a bit vocal as well. So same kind of thing, you know, it's, it's, it seems to be often a patient driven approach, but that now parliaments are starting to look and listen, um, a bit more, you know, and, and, and Europe's quite fascinating in the sense that, like I said, you brought up Spain, you know, and Spain's super interesting to me because when I spent some, when I was with Tilray, I, I spent some time working on the, the Spain market as well and trying to understand a little bit better, um, what was going on there and even met with health regulators, um, in Spain also. But it's, it's fascinating because like I said, they don't have any medical cannabis regulation as of yet. Still in the sense, you know, Sativex is approved there. So still, like I said, there's this pathway, you know, for for that. But there's no other, you know, medical cannabis product, dried flour, oils, any of the such um, available in the, the Spanish market. And also there's no adult use language either in any regulation. But if you go to Barcelona, you would be... <laughs> You, you would not think that, right? Um, the clubs are very prevalent there. Um, but that open, it, open consumption at clubs in Spain, in Barcelona. I mean, I've read exactly, about but, yeah. the, but, you know, but Spain is also a, a, you know, split kind of government system, right? So, um, in region based. So the, the Catalonian region has always been more favorable and tolerant of cannabis. And even a few years back, you know, there was talks of kind of, pulling the old California move and trying to um, remove themselves from the country, right? And become their own country. So, so it's kind of this Catalonia thing, but there was clubs in, in Madrid as well. Not as many, but, you know, um, there's clubs in Madrid as well and other places in the north of Spain and the south of Spain as well. So interesting, you know, but huge culture. And, and, and like I said, we're starting to see now some momentum. And, and as we hit on earlier with Germany, I think once it, you know, once Germany puts in some regulation, then I really think, you know, all neighboring countries are going to have to look at this more closely. Yeah. yeah. It's a little bit different uh, because it, each uh, country in Europe is its own 
entity as opposed to a, a republic like the United States that has states that have different rules in each state. Um, it, it, you know, it's still a federal illegal substance. And uh, cannabis reform took a look, little bit of a hit. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll date this since we're live. Uh, a little bit of a hit today that the cannabis safe banking uh, clause, it was an amendment to the regular defense budget in the United States uh, has now been removed by the Senate. And mm. uh, there's a lot of stuff online going on right now. The industry is really, really, they're pissed. And I don't blame yeah. them, you know, because the House of Representatives has passed the Safe Banking Act four times, five times. Okay. I think everyone in this country recognizes that having a cash business is not safe for the public. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and having to pay your taxes in cash is not good for business. I'm telling you, it's not. They've made a few changes for that uh, as well to make it a little bit easier for some of the legal entities to pay their taxes, because after all, the federal government wants uh, businesses to pay those taxes. Um, but it, it, it's really a shame that uh, there's such a division in this country, the United States, um, not only between the two political parties, but also two different factions. You know, there's definitely a faction in the Senate that wants to go for the big home run and get it adult use legalized and regulated and 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 interstate commerce open. There, there's that big, big home run that they're going for. And then there are these little amendments that have been passed by the House that they just can't even get a hearing on the Senate floor yet. So it's an extremely frustrating for the lobbyists who are down there working so hard. And uh, we know some of them from the NCIA and we're, you know, we're friendly with them and they always che uh, check in with us on our shows and stuff. But it, 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 this was very, they thought that this would at least get um, onto the Senate floor, but it won't even be talked about now. They've taken that amendment out and so it's back to the drawing board again for safe banking in the uh, cannabis space. And uh, people are a little upset about that. Um, uh, do you see a time um, in Europe? And, and again, I think the development of the German cannabis economy and market can dictate and put pressure on other countries around it. Right. I mean, that makes sense to be the first the first brick that can fall. You need you need one you need one country in Europe to embrace it, right? Exactly. And the thing is, too, is you know, there's other countries that have talked about it, right? And you had Luxembourg that was talking about it, and then what they and I mean, they made the first move, and what they actually allow for now is um, individuals can grow four plants at home, okay? But this right. is still like you know, I said that was a big move, you know. Um, right. First European country to put that into actual legal writing, right? That and go ahead and allow this. So, so that was a big move, and also the Portuguese Parliament has been talking about it as well. And and right now, you know, still kind of unclear of exactly where we're at. And, and we were actually hoping to see some uh, another bill introduced here at the end of the year, but then they didn't agree on budget. So now we have new elections again. Um, but after that, you know, depending on how that goes, hopefully we can keep the momentum, the momentum going here in Portugal, but, but it's a, it's a conversation here as well. And, and like I said, but with a big, but with a big country like Germany, I mean, you're looking at what, I don't know, roughly 80, 85 million population, more or less, yeah. um, a, a big country, obviously a lot of influence, um, here in Europe, especially with the UK now, out on their own. So if you look at mainland Europe, you know, Germany is, is the big player 
has been for a long time. And yeah, I think it'll put a lot of pressure on, on countries surrounding to, to make a move. Back in Portugal for a second with elections, um, are candidates openly using cannabis reform as a policy platform, or are they still only addressing it when asked about it? No, it's 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 getting it's getting more into actually policy conversation. And they've had even some debates in parliament around this, you know, sure. already as well. Um, and, and like I said, a lot of different parliaments um, involved. And um, yeah, like I said, it seems it seems like there's there's good conversations going on. And I'm aware of some of those conversations as well. So I know there, there's a little bit of momentum and we'll see what happens um, in the in the new year after the elections. Well, Steve, I really appreciate you taking the time uh, today to hang out. We've gotten to know each other a little bit over the last week. We're thrilled that you're going to join us uh, with a European cannabis report on our weekly We Talk News uh, team that we have now with something like 11 states reporting uh, from what's going on in their world. You know, it's one of the reasons why I started Pro Cannabis Media is to be part of a historic movement, the end of prohibition of this plant medicine uh, that's been around and, and has been, uh, the people have been misinformed by the government for a hundred years. And now we're finally getting to the point where we can talk about these things. We can see the benefits of this plant. Um, so we all feel like we are part of history. And I can see the same thing evolving now in Europe. And uh, I hope you're gonna get a real good charge out of uh, being able to document and comment on some of the developments that are going on in that continent. You don't have any plans on returning to Michigan, do you? <laughs> no, no, no. It's too cold there for me. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I prefer the, I prefer the 300 plus days of sun here in, in Portugal, but, but no, um, no, super excited to be a part of the team there and, and share some of the insight into Europe. And I think like I said, growing up in Michigan and being a state that, you know, was one of the earlier states to kind of move on on the medical cannabis regulation and and just being involved with the industry now for a decade or so. It's it's fascinating to to see this all evolve and even across, you know, over here in Europe and in other countries as well, um, you know, not South America and in Africa as well and Australia. I mean, everything's starting to, to move. And um, yeah, it's just great to see it. I'm great to be a part of it. And and hopefully we can bring access to everyone around the globe. So let me ask you, are you fluent in Portuguese? I'm not fluent, but you follow okay. um pouco de Portuguese. Um, okay. And, I, and I know, I'm practicing daily, but. I was going to say, I only know two words, jogo bonito, right? <laughs> the beautiful game, because I'm a yeah, soccer yeah, fan, go. right? That's about all I know. <laughs> there you go. There you go. No, hey, it's, 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 it's something I work on every, every day, but one day, one day I'll be there, I'm sure. All right. Well, Steve George, we appreciate you taking the time today uh, live on LinkedIn within the weeds with Jimmy Young. Remember to like, share and subscribe to our interviews and our programs. We do a live business of cannabis show every Friday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern. That's called the Green Rush Live. I'll be filling in for David Rabinovitz this week, and we'll be talking about digital payments in the cannabis industry. So for everybody here at PCN, I'm Jimmy Young. Don't forget, it's a whole new world of weed out there. Use it responsibly. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. 
Weed Talk and In the Weeds are two productions of pro-cannabis media supported by Revolutionary Clinics, one of the top medical cannabis dispensaries in the Massachusetts area, now with three locations in Greater Boston, two in Cambridge, and one on Broadway in Somerville. Rev Clinics has a patient-first mission. They will customize your needs as a medical patient with the proper titration and combination of strains, flavors, and products. Rev Clinics, where the patient comes first. Difference is building a solution for that individual. Not just a custom, here's a box, here's a video, here's how you make your VMS. We custom design and custom build every situation for exactly what the customer needs. And we keep the cost low. We have multiple tiers, you know, as far as what you're looking at on the cost side of things. If you want a one-time, you know, where you just pay one initial cost, we have that. If you want to maintain your system and have the highest protection and highest capabilities and highest upgrades at all times, we have different plans for you. But we scale it so it's scalable and affordable 100%. Cannabis Media Programming is available live and on demand on our Facebook page at ProCanna Media, on Instagram at ProCannabis Media, on LinkedIn also at ProCannabis Media, on YouTube and YouTube Live on ProCannabis Media, Twitter at ProCanna Media, and on twitch.tv backslash ProCannabis Media. So like, share, and subscribe to all of our content, newsletters, and shows live or on demand. We are Pro Cannabis Media.